Welcome to episode 37 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside uh, Paul Tietrich, I think it is. Uh, Hello. Hi. Hi, how's it going? I believe your name is Samantha. Uh, I go by Sam, actually. Um, Oh, sorry. Cody did not inform me. You you talk a little funny. Um, I mean, assuming that you grew up with Cody, it's just weird that you... So for those of you who are just listening, instead of watching the video, um, you'll notice something different about Cody, in air quotes here, uh, because this is not Cody. He's, I just found out tonight, he has a twin brother named Paul, who, yes. does, who does not have a beard. Um, and I don't... Ugly things. Ugly. I know. I mean, me and Paul get along because we both think that beards are stupid. Um, so we are like best friends now. Sorry, Cody. Uh, but uh, Paul, do you like video games at all? Oh, no, they're awful. Oh, okay. Why? Is that what this podcast is about? He told me this podcast was about reading. Um. Well, we've talked about books a time or two. But generally, we talk about video games. So oh, this could be a little rough of a show. Um, I don't know. Yes, I guess I've played some video games. Yeah. You're playing Connect 4. It's a beautiful game. Some people say Connect 4 was the first video game. Oh, I've heard Knitting was the first video game. But who am I to know? <laughs> I don't know how to end this now. It's gone on for so long. What do you mean, Samantha? (laughs) This is just who we are. I am Paul. Okay, so Cody, (laughs) Cody, tell the story about why you don't have a beard anymore. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) I was trying, you know, when you get a beard, you got to upkeep it, you know, you don't want it to get too scraggly. Like you look, you look kind of bad. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to clean up the beard a little bit. And like, uh, my beard grows on my cheeks a lot. So I was like, oh, I'm going to clean up the As cheeks a little bit. As most beards you know? do. I mean, okay, but like, it like was it was ascending towards my eye. And I was like, <laughs> I can't, like, I need to get that cleaned up. So I was shaving. I did one side fine. I was like, all right, that looks good. And I looked over to the left, the other side, and I started shaving. And my phone vibrated on the sink. And like an idiot, I looked down at the phone. And I just kept shaving. and wasn't paying attention. <laughs> By the time I had noticed I was fucking up, I looked up and like, I was like, all right, well, I'll just shave all the hair on the cheeks and I'll have like an Abe Lincoln beard. <laughs> Slash a chin strap is what they call it, really. I'm not a big fan of the chin strap or the Abe Lincoln. Uh, just I don't enjoy the look. So I was like, you know what? Let's start fresh and give it a good shave. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's where we are. I, uh, I look like a fresh newborn baby. You do. You um, look very young. I like it though. It's nice. Uh, I've been told all all week. Also, I got a haircut because um, my hair is being a little weird. And uh, today, I got told I look very mature, and oh, that really? I look like I should be working in an office. Oh, because uh, you're clean cut. I was like, I, I yeah, because I'm clean cut, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if these are compliments or not at all. No, I so, think it was. I think it was. Um, um but anyway, let, let that I mean, the be real reason I shaved. This is I'm gonna get some neck tattoos and uh, need to clean that area. 
Uh, but let that be a lesson to everyone. You've heard about the dangers of distracted driving, but you didn't know that there were dangers of distracted, distracted shaving. Uh, you can yeah. take just a nice little trim and it could be a disaster. You have to go completely clean shaven. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. It'll grow back. And yeah. I'll be, I'll, Paul will never make an appearance again, hopefully, on this podcast. Really? Um, I don't know if you know, but I. <laughs> I started sounding like a little in my head, like Sean Connery when I was talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that's... Um, I don't think you were you quite there. You, were, you didn't quite have the accent down. You sounded very posh, but okay. but not um, whatever his accent is. I don't know if he's... Is he just like... I like, is he I like to imagine. Like, yeah, like Cockney, I want to say. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is that the right word? I don't know. Oh, that, um, is, that is a correct uh, accent. I don't, I don't know if it's okay. his... We don't we don't know our British accents um, very well, apparently. We don't. So. Um, bits uh, bits and British accents are not for us. Anything that starts um, with a B, we make no guarantee about. So boobs? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck those are. <laughs> she was taking a sip of water as I said that. Um, I would like oh, to say if I had take. a twin brother, um, I would hope he's British somewhere. So oh. evil twin Cody, be British, please. Do you, I mean let's. Straight talk here. Do you believe that he would be the evil twin or you are the evil twin? That's a good, good question. I don't know who would be more evil. It's uh, quite a conundrum that we have here. Um, Jason, he just held up the Jason mask as he was <laughs> contemplating that question. So, no, I think I'm a pretty good guy, you know. I, I do the are. right things in Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2. I, I, I saved a lot of people. I mean, yeah. shoot who needs shooting, you know? You do what you gotta do. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. What about you? If you had a twin, would you... I mean, you know me well enough to know I'm not the evil twin because I need to follow rules. Like, I'm not... Yeah, good point. I don't, I don't step point. outside the law, so no. Good point. Yeah, yeah, I'm the good twin. That was a... Uh... <clears throat> We went on a road there, a journey together. We so did. thank you if you you stuck. What are we doing? We're doing a podcast, aren't we? Talking about some games, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. We didn't talk about the order, but I'm going to start off with a pretty quick update about Assassin's Creed Odyssey that I was playing on uh, Google's Project Stream Beta. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first time I talked about this, I was. I was raving about it. It's like how great an experience it was. And it was just fantastic and everything. Um, I've played some more. And the problem with stuff relying on internet is sometimes internet has good days and sometimes internet has bad days. And I've had quite a few bad days trying to play this game. um, Because it does this little test at the beginning to see if your computer's okay to play it. And it would always say yes. Although, actually, I did do a test where I got my old laptop out, which was not a great laptop, but I was like, I don't know. And it would not run on that. But I tried my good laptop at the same time, and it would run on that. So apparently, it can't run on anything. You have to have somewhat of an okay computer to do this just to start with. Uh, But then, yeah, like... I was playing and there was just a lot of pixelation and then I got into horrible lag problems and sometimes the screen would just freeze and I got so angry because I was just trying to do these fights, you know, and if you don't have your timing down for your dodge and your block, then you're yeah. just, it's not good. So that was really frustrating. I got mad. I'm like, 
screw this, I'm not going to do this anymore. Uh, but then I went and played some more to just like see if it got better. And it was mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was mostly better. Um, and I've really been enjoying the game and I really like the story of Odyssey. Uh, but I've got to a point where uh, that grind is kicking in and you have to like work to level up in order to do the main story missions now. And this Google beta gave me $10 of currency to use in game for something. And they have a $10 permanent XP booster. And I think that's stupid and I don't support that because just make your game work right where you don't need an XP boost to get through it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I was like, I've only got till the end of the year to play this and then the beta cuts off and, you know, it's I don't I don't have access to this again. I'm not going to play it somewhere else. So I was like, I guess I'm just going to do it to try to like power through. So I did it, even though I ethically do not agree with them having a pay to XP boosting. Uh, but okay. so I did that and I was not impressed still with like how slowly I was leveling up. I was just like, <laughs> good God, because I started in the like this thing. My next big story mission needed to be level 13 and I was level 11 and I played for like two hours and I only got to like 12 and a half. And I was just like, man, if I didn't have this XP booster, like how long would it be taking then? Um and that's about the point I got real frustrated because, like, I don't want to have to do the grind and level up in order to get through the story. Um, so, I don't know. This is probably the end to my odyssey, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, like, the incentive with the XP boost is to buy it at the start. Because uh, I imagine you get a lot more XP from quests <laughs> than, like, killing mobs. Well, yeah. Just on their own. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's not maybe the point, the Cody. The point is to make no, your game balanced enough that you don't need it, yeah. or you don't feel like it's taking forever to get through that. So, yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, there's things to make money on. Which your cosmetics, like that's great. Why don't you just stick with that? Don't make it. Don't make your game a pain in the ass to play. Is the, the short end of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a cranky old lady. I'm sorry. I, can't it, <laughs> I um <laughs> I do wonder if other people have had issues with the streaming thing. Um I haven't, I haven't seen any like, reports of it, so uh but yeah, I mean it is a technology that we're mm-hmm. just getting into, so I wonder not just, like just getting into, but like yeah. really diving into. So I wonder if it's if it gets better over time uh, or if there will always be these issues. Um I yeah, don't know, I'm man. Kinda sorry that you're one, that the streaming thing didn't work out too well, yeah. and two, that your odyssey has ended. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna, I mean, that's what happens with me in Assassin's Creed games. I play for a while, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done. So, it's fine. But it was a good, it was a good game. I liked Cassandra. I liked where the story was going. I just don't have the patience to, to go through it. And certainly not with that streaming. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. But. All right. Speaking of bad experiences i think oh it's um, just like where is this segment going <laughs> I, I i don't i don't have the details i'm eager to hear about this so cody you've been playing the mobile game revolution uh yeah lineage 2 revolution i believe is what it's fully called oh then maybe that's not the game i was thinking of i thought those were two separate oh. games i don't understand how punctuation okay. works that's my fault yeah, it's just one game no. um okay so a game we're going to talk about in a little bit got me 
itching to play an MMO again. And I was like, okay, I can either go back to MapleStory 2, but I don't really like playing on my laptop too much. And I was like, well, what if I... I've heard good things about this Lineage 2 game. Um, let me just give it a shot. Um, I'm a very big MMO person. Like, I think they're fun. It's just cool to get into the game and, like, run into people and, like, you're living in this world together. Um, it's like, Lineage 2 is, like, heralded because it's, like, a fully cinematic story MMO on the phone. And, like, that's kind of cool thing because like you know phones they're kind of you know they're not known but like phones games have been usually like you know very not detailed and yeah. not that cinematic or anything um and so i have a android um samsung galaxy s5 active so it's a very old phone and it still ran pretty well like the cutscenes and all that were really cool um i think there's not a lot of character customization you really just kind of you know you pick from like three hairstyles and you can, you know, choose how your skin color is and stuff like that. That's really about it. Um, Are there different classes or races? Yeah, there's different races. There's five different races. They okay. just introduced the orc. Ooh, um, nice. If you pick the orc, though, you start at a max level, I want to say, or like around max level. Like it, it gives you like a boost. Um, nice. And it gives you like a so like if you're just like, why well, just want to dive headfirst into the end game? That um, would be me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so if you don't want to like go through the leveling process, um, you can do the orc. Nice. And maybe that's where I should have done. That's what she said? Um, no, stop it. Um, orcs need love, too. <laughs> orcs do need love. Uh, so I start the game, I make my character. I made like a void elf. Uh, the classes are confusing. Because you pick a class, but then each class has a specialization. Okay. And, like, you can pick between two different specializations. So, like, I think I picked, like, a roguish character. And if I wanted to, my guy could become a certain rogue character. Um, like, a Night Stalker or something, I think is what it was called. And it seemed pretty cool. Like, it seemed pretty easy. You know, just, just you know, you move. You, you kind of, like, click the map where you want to move and stuff. And, like, your abilities are on the right. I did a little bit of combat. And then, like, started, it's trying to introduce you, like, give a little introduction to the quests. Uh... And I'm like, three minutes into this game, Sam. And they're like, oh, if you click the quest, we can auto-complete it for you. And I was like, what does that mean? So I clicked the quest. Yeah. And like, without me touching the screen or doing anything, my dude just starts walking around, doing stuff. I was like, I wonder how far this goes. Click it again. Keeps going. <laughs> click it again. He kept going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. This, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. that's not what I want. Like, I want to actually play the game. Yeah. I don't want to set it and forget it. Um, because, like, there are those uh, mobile games where, like, you know, like, uh, Summoner's War, uh, DC and Marvel have those games where, like, you can, like, set it on autoplay, mm -hmm. but, like, you still have to do stuff every now and then. This, yeah. like, I wonder, I don't know if they would have, like, let me just hit it and it done the combat for me. But, yeah, and then, like, my phone is old, so like when I got into areas with a lot of people, because I was shocked to see, like, well, it's shocked. Uh, there's a lot of people in this game, yeah. like starting new characters, and I was like, oh, cool, a lot of people here. Uh, oh, my phone has become a potato, and I can't move around too much. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this isn't good. Um, 
so I do think like this game has potential and it's a lot of fun and I, I do kind of want to hop back in and maybe just do the orc and be like at a higher level and see how like the end game-ish kind of stuff is maybe skip all the beginning stuff the introduction where it's going to make me auto-complete everything um, well you wouldn't have to auto-complete it you could still manually do it couldn't you or was that the only option yeah. no, no you can do it manually it's just like I don't know I, I wish that would not have been in the introduction because yeah. then I was kind of like, this was cheap. Like, I don't enjoy this. Because yeah. um, I did watch a couple videos on the on it and, like, there's some pretty cool stuff. Like, there's, like, massive uh, PV stuff that you can do where, like, they'll actually give you, like, high-level characters um, you said to you play as. You said a little bit? So you said PvP stuff where you get high-level oh, characters? Yeah high level pvp arenas where like they'll give you characters with like everyone has a base set of armor so there's no okay. like you have no advantage over anybody else it's just about who's better at the skills you pick up okay um so that's kind of cool uh and then like there's dungeons and raids and stuff i do wonder how those play out um you just so i you do just, think everyone... you just click the button and it does the raid for you yeah i was just like i just click a button and my guy just goes and gets loot i guess <laughs> um but yeah um and they do reward you a lot. Like I played for like five minutes and they were like, here's a chest for playing for five minutes. And I was like, oh, cool, sweet. Um, <laughs> and I like looked it up and like, yeah, they give you a lot of free stuff as you play. Yeah. Like the longer you play, the more the stuff they give you, which is cool. That's an incentive yeah. to come back to the game, I guess. Um, so I do want to give it a little bit more time. But like, I just want an MMO to play so badly, Sam. <laughs> like, I just got to wait till next summer for WoW Classic. And that Lost Ark Online game I yeah. talked about last week just got announced that it's coming to the West. I can, I can die a happy man when those games come out. But yeah, Lineage, Lineage 2 Revolution, I don't know. Had a sour taste in my mouth the second they were like, auto-complete everything. And yeah. I was like, no, don't do that. Like, come on, make me play the game. Okay, well, I am not sure if this is the same game that I was thinking of, because at one point I downloaded a game on my phone called just Revolution, but it does, oh, okay. it does, it's not Lineage 2 Revolution, so that might be a different mobile game. And if so, it's unfortunate that they have such similar sounding names. Um, yeah, and I don't, I have no idea what Lineage 1 was about, but this <laughs> the story for this, one, I don't know. I'm generally like I, I like to get into stories in MMOs. Um, there's like a ten minute fucking cutscene that starts this game off, and after about the first three minutes, I was kind of done listening. Like I was like, let's just skip this. Like, could you skip it? I, yeah, you could. Oh, um, I was like, this is went on way too long. Something about like some evil people doing bad stuff. Like I'm confused. What's happening anymore? Uh, I was going to play the game. Screw it. Oh, well, I said I can auto-complete. Okay, never mind. I can play. Um, I'm going to give it another shot, though. I do want to, you know, maybe try the orc and see how I like that. Um, but first experience with Lineage 2 Evolution was not a good one. And so maybe someone out there also plays it and they're like, oh, no, just like give it some time. Yeah. So let me know how much time I need to give it for. Yeah. But yeah. All right, um, so let me tell you about a game that I did have a lot of fun with that is not a bad game, contrary to what I believe you said to me once. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> I started playing Skate 3, which... Ah, uh, terrible game. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? 
because uh, like everybody's like so gung ho, like when are we getting Skate Four? It's like if people are this excited for it, then like Skate Three must have been pretty cool. So I picked it up on Xbox when it was on sale a while back, and then I just like remembered it suddenly. So I was playing it, and I don't know what your problem is, but I had a lot of fun with this game. Um, it starts out with this. Oh, oh wait, you're gonna you're gonna explain to me what your problem is. This um, game? here's the thing. I think skating games stop being fun after like Tony Hawk Pro Skater two or three. Uh, after that, they just kind of you know. Well, I never played fun. either of those, so my oh, well, previous that, skating crunching. game was Skater Die two, I think, on the original NES. So oh, good lord! Okay, so this I, is a I was, fantastic well, game compared to that. Um, it starts off with a full motion video that. Is this weird scene with these redneck guys hunting Sasquatch? And then there's loggers and they're cutting down trees and then it all comes together because like they're building skateboards. And like about halfway through this, I finally realized that these must be famous skaters that are the actors in this little movie. Because otherwise I'm like, why are they doing this? It's not very funny. But I think it, I guess it would be if it, if they were famous skaters. So that's what I'm gonna say that they are. Um but basically, the premise of this game is you are starting your own skateboard company. And so as you're doing stuff, you're like, instead of getting like XP or points or something, you're selling boards. And like the more boards you get, like the more you level up and stuff. Um, so you get to do a character creator. So, of course, I made a lady with a green mohawk because that's pretty much my go to. As you do. Yeah. And the character was originally named The Legend, so I renamed her The Giz, because I thought, why ah, not? Nice. Um, and my logo for my skate company is a cat on a skateboard, and so that was pretty cool. And I got to, I gave my character a green shirt with the logo on it. Um, and then you just, you just, you just skate. I'm real bad at skating and doing the <laughs> tricks. Um, <laughs> Wait, Sam, hold on. Are you telling me? In Skate 3, that you actually skateboard? Holy yeah. Shit. You do like, Revolutionary. Like all you do is skateboarding. Um, oh, and man. It's kind of an open world you could go explore. Like, like I, yeah. we were talking for some reason, and I was just playing skate still. And God forbid we, we fucking talk. We'd been playing something, and then we stopped. Oh, we'll our, talk about that. Our combined game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we'd, we'd gone off this other game, and I'd switched back to skate. And... I just found this like skate park and so I was just like skating around in it having a good time like kind of learning how to do tricks because like I didn't really know what I'm doing and like half the time I'll try to do something and I won't get it right and I'm real bad at grinding. Yeah you are. That's what she said. That's what she said. There, I was waiting for it. Um, but it's like I, you have to like do a little jump to get like up on the edge of something and like half the time I just Yeah miss. you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and then like you can do little jumps and like I figured out how to like grab my board and so like I can do different stuff and so I was having a good time with it and then it's kind of open world because you can just open the map and say I want to go to these different types of missions and so there'll uh -huh. be one where you'll have to do a trick and it'll like take take a picture of you while you're doing it and like you get to it'll take like five pictures as you're going through it and you get to pick which one you want and do like a little bit of camera movement and stuff to make a real sick looking picture because you're using that and you're advertising yeah. for your boards um there's like a thing where you claim an area where you just have to go do different little challenges around 
and that was a good time. I found this thing where there was like this huge jump that I had to do. So I had to go down this big thing and then do a jump and do a trick. And that was a good time. It's just like, I don't know. It's just simple fun. Although I did get angry sometimes when I wouldn't be able to do these tricks right. Because like I said, I'm real bad at it. Um, but I leveled up enough that I got to have a new employee. So I got her and I think I named her. I don't remember what I named her. Snuffles. Well, I would hope she comes with a name if she's an employee. No, but I got to pick her name. I think probably like oh, I was picking weird. her like skate name or something. Oh, like um, skate name. Yeah, yeah. And this was coming off of uh, Waffles the Bird in the other game we played. So I just named her Snuffles. I don't know why. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, yeah, that's then, not going to get her beat up at the skate park. She's a badass skater, though. Uh, and you can like, as you go, you unlock clothing and stuff. So I got to make her look real cool. And then there's a thing where like, you can call her to come like hang out with you while you're just randomly skating, which I didn't understand. And there's online challenges too, which I didn't do. Cause like I said, I'm real bad at it. Um, but it's just a, like a fun, easy, like you don't have to like think about it or worry about it and just can have a good time yeah. and relax. So I had a good time with it and you should, you know, not piss all over it. Cause it's a fun game. Get her or die. I mean, if I can get that for like free, I'd try it. To be fair though, uh, yeah, <laughs> skate, like skateboarding games, like are actually just like really, they're just kind of dumb fun. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, when I got my PS4, I think the PlayStation Plus free game when I got it mm-hmm. was either Ali Ali One or Ali Ali Two, mm-hmm. and that's like a side-scrolling like uh, yeah. skating game, um, and that was a lot of fun just because it was. It was just kind of like, hey, do this stuff and beat the levels. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, it's just reminds me of Tony Hawk, but in like less detail. Um, yeah, skating games are just, they're just kind of stupid fun. Like, yeah. you know, because I'm terrible on a skateboard in real life, but oh, in yeah, the game, yeah. like I can, I can do like a fucking like quadruple Healy axe flip cowabunga, dude. Well, good for yeah. you. I could not do that. I could just do little tricks on my, <laughs> in my skate three. But that's Back in the day on playstation one we had a tony hawk pro skater and i would spend hours trying to do like stupid dumb tricks <laughs> yeah. and like looking for cassette tapes i think is what it was back in that game oh yeah i think skater die yeah. 2 had cassette tapes that you'd collect maybe yeah maybe. just mm-hmm. see if they remake the playstation 2 they should put some tony hawk in there you know this playstation 1 remake's not getting that it's mm-hmm. just garbage Oh, I forgot one of the other fun things you can do is you do these jumps and you like bail off your board and you control your crash. So you can do like a cannonball to the ground or like spread eagle and like you're supposed to like break bones and just destroy yourself. I don't know why that's a thing, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Why Why not? I mean, these skaters are crazy, but but yeah. So that was a fun game that I played. Because we tried another game, and we did not have a good time with it. Cody, why don't, why don't you tell us about Black Desert? We played the beta this weekend, and yeah. you'd been excited about Black Desert, right? Yeah, um, so like we talked about earlier, so we played Black Desert, which is an MMORPG, um, and so like, this is my genre, gaming, I love it. Um, so... Black Desert Online was on PC for a very long time. Um, 
And two things that this game came known for was, A, their graphics. Uh, it's a stunningly beautiful game on PC. Uh, and two, it's a PvP game. So, like, there's not really any, like, raids or dungeons. There's some, like, open world bosses where, like, you can, like, go into the world and, like, summon big bosses to fight. But mainly this is a PvP game. So I was a little skeptical back to that because, like, in MMORPGs, PvP is not my thing. I like the dungeons and the raids. Uh... But I was like, yeah, let's give it, let's give it a shot. Like, it sounds like a lot of fun. Cause like, so you'd never classes. played it on PC. You just heard about it. No, because like okay. it's so it's so graphically intense okay. that like my laptop could not run that. Um, Did you just say that and I just missed it? Say no, no. Okay, I was like, did he just? Good, say don't that? worry. You said something about graphically intense. I was Guys, like, okay. Sam was a little tired today, so, tired so we're today. just we're doing our best here. We're doing our best. <laughs> um, so. I played a little bit before, I think, before you did. Um, yeah. So, like, oh, my initial wait, reaction... Can I tell, wait, can I tell the story real quick? Um, oh, yeah, Because he texted me in the morning, and he was like, I, I'm i I'm in the... Was it Glish? Glish? I'm Glish. in the Glish server, so if we end up playing together, I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't see the in. I just read, I'm a Glish server. And I was like... What the fuck is a glitch server? <laughs> this sounds like an amazing class race combo. Like this game is gonna be awesome. And then I loaded up the game, and it's like pick which server you want to play in, and it's the glitch server. And I was like, oh, I feel really stupid right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I think all the servers said they're pretty full because like yeah. I guess a lot of people are playing this beta, so that's good. I'm um, good for them. Um. So I made a class. I made like. I think it's called the Barbarian. It's like my go-to. I just make the big dude with like two-handed axes. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I've never played an MMORPG that has a tutorial. Like it's generally you're put in there and it's pretty straightforward like what you have to do. Like, there's a minor one in, like, Marvel Heroes Omega. There was a minor one. Uh, World of Warcraft had one. I feel like um, Neverwinter had one. Neverwinter had one, a small one. Uh, but, like, when there has been a tutorial, I feel like it is a million times better than the <laughs> tutorial they gave us in Black Desert. <laughs> because oh, it just felt like the, like, lighting in the game caused an issue with everything well like you couldn't see the objective on the floor because of like the way that the game was lit in my opinion the graphics because, like, it, were really weird um yeah it they was were. it was like it was like it was trying to be like hyper technicolor but like it, I mean, I'm not saying it was actually grainy or pixelated but it kind of had like a feel of like that it had, to it. Yeah, um, it had like a not a dirtiness, but like a Yeah. It's like someone put like one of those weird Snapchat filters on yeah. your TV while you're trying to play a video game. Yeah. And you were constantly stuck with that Snapchat filter yeah. on it. And then they they throw you in and there's some shadow creature that's talking yeah. to you and this is supposed to be your guide. And like later on, like kind of explain what the shadow monster is. Uh, but the game did a very bad job of like teaching you what your abilities did. Real like bad. They, they get 
like you're you spawn in you're like in a tent and you're groggy because you're not feeling well and like once you kind of like learn how to move they're like all right well here let's go try some abilities out and like they're like oh here's some combos for you to do uh, cool you taught me how to do some combos but i don't know what my moves do so if i don't do the combos like how do i know like yeah um so yeah like that was a big issue and like even if i read about the abilities i still wasn't 100 sure what what i was doing with the abilities no. like i forget the class i pick the second i think i played the sorcerer's sorcerer yeah. the second time yeah to play with you which we couldn't play together we found out because for some reason the invite to party thing wasn't working it was um, weird it was real yeah <laughs> i sent cody like 20 invitations because it doesn't yeah. give you a notification that it actually sent it when you push the button so of course i just kept pushing the button <laughs> and we all know xbox has that wonderful the ding the ding the ding the ding as you get invites and i was like sam really <laughs> it just kept going it was horrible um, um so yeah i made a sorcerer the second time around to play with you and could not tell you what my abilities was doing. Eventually, I learned I had, I had like a blink, and I was like, "How did I get this? I don't even know." Like, it just. And you could pull up a screen that would list like your skills, but yeah, I wasn't but... clear. I'm like, "Do I have all of these skills?" Because it seems like way more than buttons I have for, and like it didn't explain exactly what they were or how to use them. I was just like, "I don't, I don't know what's happening." And like, I don't. I had some issues with like, this. Everything on the screen was bigger. Than my TV could handle, so like I didn't know if like is there a bar? Because so, like, most MMORPGs on console, they have a bar where they mm -hmm. show your abilities mm -hmm. and they show if there's a cooldown for them. I don't. Was that on there for you? Was your TV like aligned properly? I, I, I remember you talking about that. I don't remember if I had a bar, but I feel like I would use an ability, and then like just to the side of my character's body, there would be a small little square with a countdown for the cooldown. But I don't remember okay. if there was like a slot yeah, that sounds... showing all of my stuff like the way you would in Neverwinter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just feel like they just don't tell you like what you're doing properly. Like there needs to be a, oh, hey, this ability does this. And like it needs to be like easily findable because like even when I looked mm -hmm. up what my abilities did, I still cannot tell you what I was doing with them because like it just wasn't yeah. like... Well, wasn't very well done. And I had a huge complaint because I got into a situation where I finished a quest and the little prompt kept saying, open your quest menu. And so I kept opening the quest menu. I was popping up my little black smoke friend and like it wouldn't resolve the quest. And I'm like, what else am I supposed to do? I'm doing what you're telling me to do. And I got really mad. And oh, that's when I quit the game and went to go play Skate 3. And then Cody was like, I'm going to come back and play with you. So we went back into it and I found out that actually I was supposed to go talk to this other guy, which the navigation is real bad too, um, because like the mini map would have this like blue pinpoint showing where to go. Yes. But then when I would start walking to it, it would disappear off the mini map. And then like if I walked some more, like it would then like a little line would show up for it. But like, if you just walked a little bit and then lost it, like I would turn around and be like, wait, where did it go? And just keep wandering around trying to find stuff. Uh, so I eventually found it and finished that quest. And I was real like, whatever. 
Um, there's another quest I was doing where I went to turn it into this guy because I finished it and I couldn't turn it in because my inventory slots were full. And I was like, what is that bullshit? I don't know. Yeah. And I was just like, it was just never really clear what I was supposed to be doing in the game. Um, like you said, we couldn't get our party to sync up. We eventually found each other in the world, which I don't know if like if we were actually in a party group. It did nothing to signify which, that we yeah. were together. Like, he looked in no way different from any other character that I was running into. Uh, and then when we went to go do a... We went into this little cave. We couldn't go in together or something. It just, like, it wasn't... It's like we weren't the same yeah. instance anymore. Um, we did... I got... You get a pet companion. And so I got this seagull looking bird that was named waffles so i i did enjoy that because you know i like yeah. i like little pet friends um oh and then my other big complaint was i had a lot of trouble with the combat because it seemed like there was no way to like lock on to an enemy so i would be yeah. like, fighting someone and then they would move and like if i like i'd be shooting way the wrong way anymore because like i couldn't stay pointing the right direction which i'm but yes, I'm bad at combat, but still, like, most of them have, you know, they kind of keep you on track. Yeah, you can get a lock on. Yeah. Like you lock on. Um, so, oh, oh, and there was at one point where I went in to talk to some people, and uh, the screen loaded just, like, their polygons of the figures. <laughs> and then, like, ten seconds later, it loaded, like, their skins. And I was like, this, I get it's a beta, but I feel like... Lately, the betas I've been playing have been a lot more put together than this was. So, so I think it was back during E3. Uh, I follow a guy on YouTube. He covers console MMOs, and like he got invited to E3 to play this beta, pretty much that they had at E3 for Black Desert, and he was like, "It doesn't feel like complete." And, like, it feels like they're <laughs> rushing it out. And I would have to agree. Yeah. Like, and, like, Black Desert Online on PC, like, did well initially. And then, like, you know, people kind of fell off. But then people came back to when updates were made. So I I do wonder if the push the console is because they're like, hey, we need to find another way to get money. Because um, I do think this is be free, but, like, there are heavy microtransactions mm -hmm. um, in the game. Yes, it is a beta. But this felt like the most unpolished beta for an MMORPG I've ever played. Um, and I've played quite a few that were in beta on consoles. Um, like uh, Marvel Heroes Omega, when they had the beta, yeah. it felt like a full flood. Like it was just a game and they just had a beta to like test servers. Yeah. And I think like that's what a beta should be is a test servers. Because like alpha is where you're testing the game out. Beta should be where you're like, all right, well, we're getting ready to launch this. <laughs> Service tested. Yeah. And like this felt very rough. Um, not only the fact that like the combat feels very spammy and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of hitting buttons, hoping I kill stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the game just looks messy, I guess is the best way I can put it. Yeah. Like, the art style is interesting. It's just it on an Xbox, which is like I have one S, you have one S, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, the Xbox One S is like should look really good. good. 
it just doesn't look good. I feel grungy might be the word we're looking grungy. for. Grungy. That's the word. Yeah, it looks very grungy. Um, I do feel like there are some archaic old school MMORPG mechanics in this game. Like, granted, I want to play World of Warcraft Classic where this is a thing, but that's only because it's nostalgic. Um, we're in a time where like most of them RPGs have a thing where if more than one person hits a monster and walks away, mm-hmm. you technically have like tagged that monster. So everyone who hits it gets credit. Yeah. Um, and in this game, it was if you hit it first, someone else ran up. The other person usually did not get credit. It was very hit and miss. Um, I feel like it worked sometimes, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. And like when the game is overpopulated at the start, uh, it makes it hard because like there was a lot of people playing at, yeah. when we were playing, and so there's this one area where you had to fight tree monsters, and like you had to kill like tw- 35 of this one monster, yeah. and it was almost impossible because some asshole running around just doing AOE moves, tagging the monsters and getting credits. Um, I do wonder what this game looks like on full release and how it does. Uh, I do want to try it just because, you know, I do. I mean, I'm in that mood. I, I mean, you're a glutton I am for punishment. I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, but like, I'm in the mood to play an MMORPG. I just worry that they are pushing out a product just so they can make a little bit of money off of it. Yeah. And it's not going to be well received. Because no. um, I think this game could be good. They just need to fine tune some stuff and like have a little bit better tutorial system maybe um maybe make it less crunchy i I just say why not just go back and play neverwinter because that was a good game i like neverwinter yeah but that's the thing is like if you look at the mmos on console that i do well like neverwinter uh dc universe uh elder scrolls online stuff like that like they have a formula and like it works really well like don't don't try to change the formula just do the formula fuck like, if the game plays good, like, people will stay. But, like, stick to a formula to some yeah. extent. But, yeah, like, I I just hope that if you were really excited for this, that maybe you enjoyed it. Um, and let us know, like, if you if you had fun with it, if you understood what was happening, like, let us know. Maybe we're, maybe we're in the wrong. I don't know. I just felt like, as someone who loves MMOs, this was not a beta that impressed me at all. Like I was very like, wow, this is a, uh, yeah. not good. So, but yeah. yeah, can't, can't win them all. You cannot. We tried, we tried real hard. Uh, That's fine. Okay. Let me try to give just one more quick update. I know we've talked about Tetris effect for three weeks now, um, but I, I bought the full game and I started doing journey mode because, you know, I was just like, man, I love this whole experience. It's so calming. It's so relaxing. I ran into, once you get into it a bit, it does this thing where it ramps up the speed like a lot. And then it gets uh-huh. really hard. And I was like, I was freaking out. I'm like, this is not okay. This is not my calming, relaxing game. This is really stressful. This is not fun. What's happening? I got really mad, Cody. I was like, this is not the experience that I was led to believe I would have from the beta. Um, so I was mad and I kind of stopped playing Tetris for a while. Um, and then I went ahead and got the VR helmet out. Cause I'm like, I need to go ahead and try it in VR. And it's pretty cool in VR. I do think if you're playing that way, you pr- I probably need to go in and turn down like 
the brightness of stuff because like it was getting oh, a little yeah. overwhelming having it all right there. Yeah. Uh, but these the stuff and like the particles that are floating around and it just like moves right at you. It was it was really cool. It's a good experience, which um, I need to go back and do some more of that. Uh, but yeah, I was like I was getting to the point where I was kind of rage quitting Tetris because I was getting so mad about how fast they were speeding it up, even just on beginner. Um, but then. Once again, I was listening to the optional podcast and Paul is just, you know, totally in love with Tetris. And he mentioned the zone mode, which is available on mm -hmm. Tetris. And I'd heard about yeah. this before, but I just hadn't thought about it. And apparently the zone mode is uh, you build up this meter and then you can activate it and it kind of freezes the screen and you have time to just move stuff around and like you can make lines and then they like move stuff down and like move all the other stuff up so you can like clean up stuff if you've got gaps and it really helps you out and I was like oh I should probably try that so I tried it again and used the zone mode and I immediately got past the part that I was having problems with and I was like oh so they made it tricky but they give you a way to get through it so I was like I'm so glad that I found out about that and like gave it another go um because then I started having fun with it again, and I I ended up making it all the way through the journey, which is like kind of the story mode. And I have to tell you, there's like every time a new level would come up and a new song and the music, like I'd be like, oh my god, this is like my favorite song. This is so great. And like, because all of them are so neat and they're so different. Uh, but then mm -hmm. you get to the last level and through the first level every time you just had to clear 30 lines to get through it and so this last one it pops up and it shows me that I have to do 90 lines and I'm like oh no this is gonna be tough I'm like I'm probably not gonna get through this the first time it's fine I'm just gonna like go through and you know do my best um yeah. so I'm going through and this song that plays during the last one it's so great like I can't even I don't I should have written down some of the words um but it's like what are you afraid of? Like, I'm here with you. You can do this pretty much. Like, I'll help you see the person that you have always meant to be. It's like, it's just so encouraging and like kind of telling you, like, you can do this. You can get through this. Yeah. And, and I got through it on my first try and I was just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And it's just such a great feeling to, to go through and do that. Like this game really makes you feel in ways that you would not expect a Tetris game to make you feel. Um, so I had a blast with that. I went through and did some of the effect modes and it has these little playlists for, I think, water, wind, and world. And you just play four levels and they are super chill. They don't do the speeding up. So like, if you want that just cool, relaxing, whatever, like, it has the modes for you to do that, which is really cool. Um, I've been having such a good time that I've started the journey mode again on normal. So I'm like, hey, and I'm Ooh. more than halfway through. And I'm like, this is all right. And like it, it starts speeding up. And like, I do think I've gotten better at it just from mm. repetition from playing. But also I've I've achieved a place now where I don't automatically freak out when it starts speeding yeah. up i'm just like okay it's speeding up i can handle this and what it does is like it'll speed up for a while and then it'll come back down so the speed up is only going to be for a little while and you just have to get through it and then you have like 
the smooth relaxing time again. Um, so I've been doing that. I don't know, man, this, this game is so great. And like, I've had a lot of, a lot of stress this week. And the good thing about Tetris is like, when you get into it, like everything else just falls away. You're just so focused on your blocks and making lines that you don't think about anything else that's going on. And it's just like a, a really relaxing thing. And like, there was this interesting thing that my boss was telling me at work a while back that, um, there were like studies done where if something happens where it's a traumatic situation for you and you immediately were to play something like Tetris or like a Candy Crush or some type of game like that, uh, it lessens your likelihood to have PTSD um, because like it's like whatever happens, like your mind mm -hmm. is immediately like kind of taken away from it and put in a more relaxing uh, spot where you're not focusing on what happened you're just focusing on the game and I thought that was really cool so it's just like it's amazing the power that games can have to affect your mind and and what you're feeling um yeah but man I am loving Tetris Effect <laughs> so much uh I highly recommend it and I'm so glad that I I found out about zone mode and worked through my frustrations that I was having so it's a blast. Okay, you look even younger now that you've taken your glasses off. <laughs> Total baby Cody right I don't know, My eyes have been very weird. Um, <laughs> speaking of, like, uh, reoccurring games we've been talking about, um, I forgot to add this to the list, sorry. Okay. Um, I beat the main story. Right. I read Dead Redemption 2. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, because I think that game is something you need to experience, uh, because... Truly, I believe that, that it's not a video game. It is a experience um, that you need to see through to the end. I will say, as put it in our Discord chat, there are very few games that I wish could be erased from my mind that I didn't know anything of and go back and play fresh. That is one of those games. It is um, very telling that about two months ago, I was like, I don't know, I don't care about Red Dead Redemption 2. And now I am like, man what a story that told and now i'm going back and i'm doing like exploring the world and i'm having a blast like i just go in and i play a couple hours and i just finding really cool things um there's so many secrets out there and i've learned that apparently the online is going to have its own kind of story thing going on oh. and you can also form like a posse uh or your own gang um uh cart gang yeah and i'm really excited for that like i'm i'm looking forward to the end of this month um yeah red Redemption 2 told a fantastic story uh it is something that'll keep you on the edge of your seat till the very end because you don't know what's going to happen and it is just breathtaking in so many ways and so yeah if you're playing that game keep keep going it's worth the ride um Literally, because you ride a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, better to. I'm really glad I took the time to play that game because it was definitely worth it. So, yeah, it's awesome. I'm happy for you, and I'm glad that you got so much enjoyment out of it. I hear everybody like so just in love with it, and I'm like, man, I wish I could feel that, but I don't have the patience to do the work. Oh, it's a very long game. Like. I took a vacation last week and that's all I did was play it. So if you 
don't have a lot of time. Like, it is going to take you a while. So, yeah. Um, especially because there's so many games coming out. Um, yeah, I've reached that age where time is my most precious commodity. And, and what I do with it is like, I don't know. I know you have to invest sometimes to, to get the good return. But I just want to have simple, easy fun right now. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Cody did go ahead and tell me some of the stories because, like, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play it. Go ahead and tell me. And it sounds really cool. I have so. been debating, like, hey, let's do a spoiler cast where, like, you can ask me questions and I can just gloat, like, not gloat, but, like, uh, gush about the ending. Yeah. Um, I'd be down so for that. So maybe we might end up doing that. <laughs> uh, but I'm definitely going to play Red Dead Online and hopefully oh, yeah. I'll fall in love with that. Maybe we'll see. Stranger Things. I'm interested to see what they do with it. It's gonna be, be cool. The issue is like, we are halfway through November and it's supposed to launch at the end of this month, Mm -hmm. and they haven't given us full amount of details. Like, there's been some like leaked details. Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like, hey, maybe something would be nice. But yeah, I don't know. There's a chance that I'll love online so much that it'll make me go back and want to play the story. You never know. Will it? Probably not, but it's possible. Probably not. I was say probably not. <laughs> Anything is uh, possible, Cody. I could spontaneously grow a beard right now. It's possible. I wish I could do that because, like, ugh. do you want to have just a really, really quick Destiny download? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, so the Thunderlord quest is here. In Destiny, um, so there are three steps. The first two are pretty easy, and then this one has its own mission. Um, Let's talk about how easy this is, okay, right? Because uh, I was playing earlier today with Jess on PC. I'm like, yeah, we'll do this. It'll be great. She's already done the first step where you have to collect the journal pages. I had not. And so we're doing all this stuff with Taken, and I am not getting any journal pages, I was so pissed. Like, I don't know what the deal is. I was killing yellow labeled enemies. What? Uh, if you go to the Cryptarch, you can buy 10 Ingrams from him. No, I found that out. Yeah. 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 So I my I have homework that I'm going to try to get these journal pages. And then if not, I guess I'm just going to spend all my legendary shards to, to get these things. Uh, but it's worth it because yeah. Thunderlord... Who mama, I like that gun. I I wasn't excited about it. I didn't know what it was. I was like, whatever. But now once I got it, I got it on PS4. Um, who I love it. Oh, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So when the festival loss uh, happened about three weeks ago, um, they had been like, hey, at the end, there's going to be this murder mystery quest about like, a certain character. Um, so Master Ives was the Cryptarch in the Reef from Destiny 1. Um, and we find out he's been murdered by the Fallen for some reason. And so, like, past three weeks, they made a holidays had a quest. And like, the first one was like, go get these journal pages. People found an easy workaround where if you just go buy 10 Engrams from Rahul, you get the pages. Next week, she's like, hey, go check out these uh, lost sectors on Earth. Because, like, stuff's going on. And, like, the last lost sector you go into, you find a teleporter and Master Ives' cloak is hanging on the teleporter. So it's kind of like, oh, hey, this is them being like, yeah, we killed your guy. And then this week she was like, hey, go use that teleporter and go find who killed Ives. 
And so if you go into the teleporter, which if you would like to see this like fresh, probably skip forward because you do go back to a certain place from Destiny 1. Skip skip forward like five minutes. Yeah. Um, so you step on teleporter and you go back to the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1 where you get revived. And they the queue in. Time. Yeah, for the first time. They queue in some music from Rise of Iron. And I got goosebumps <laughs> listening to the it's music. It's been a while like, since you got goosebumps. Yeah, it's been a while since I got goosebumps. Like, but the music hit. And I was like, oh shit, this is the fucking music that played when I first played Destiny. Oh, this feels amazing. Like, oh, so excited. And like, so there's like falling around and you can actually like kind of walk around and there are certain cars and like areas you can scan and like Amanda Holiday will talk to you about the stuff like, oh, hey, this is where you got resurrected first time. Um, oh, hey, there's that. Uh, the bridge. It's like a death zone over there now. Like we can't go anywhere near there. Um, and like you can kind of just walk around and explore the Cosmodrome a little bit. But ultimately, you end up going in to where the first mission of Destiny was and you find this giant uh, fallen guy. And if you kill him, Mando will be like, all right, come back to the teleporter. You can kind of look around a little bit more, but this is the last time you ever go to the Cosmodrome because Zavala has quarantined the zone for a certain reason. We don't know why yet. Um, I think maybe in the Black Armory we might find out why. And so you can, you can walk around. I didn't, I didn't find anything else. I walked around for a good while and just didn't find anything. Oh, I And then when you it. go back, so. oh, you Googled it? Yes, I wasn't going to just else? walk around. Uh, there was something. Oh. There were these pikes under tarps, and then there were these uh, pipes far on the left that had some stuff. It, was, it wasn't okay. too exciting. Um, and if you go back to see Amanda back at the tower, she has one last Ingram from Master Ives. And if you go decrypt it, you get the Thunderlord. Thunderlord. Uh, the first heavy machine gun in Destiny 2. Um, because they're coming back with Black Armory, so there will be more coming soon. Man, does this thing destroy? It's great. Uh, so now, so first off, like the main perk is that when you get a kill with it, it calls down a lightning strike from above, and it will hit pretty far around. So, like, if there's a big group of enemies, you're going to destroy. Uh, the kind of second, like, exotic perk is. Uh, the longer you hit an enemy, the, the like the lightning strike will keep coming. So like you don't have to just kill stuff; you can actually keep shooting. Eventually, lightning strike. And then also, it has a perk called feeding frenzy, where the longer you shoot, uh, the faster it shoots. So like if you can get behind like a, a Titan's little rally barricade and shoot for a long time, it's gonna just be pumping out bullets. I'm liking it a lot. Uh, it's just not, it's kind of nice to like because like kind of like. The, la the past few weeks, I've been like, man, the only exotic heavy I use is Whisper of the Worm mm -hmm. and Sleeper Simulant. And it gets kind of boring. Yeah. So I was like, I just want something new. Like I, and so when I started hearing like rumors like, hey, we're going to Thunderlord, I was like, yes, something new <laughs> to the game. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, like it's a blast. Like we, we did a strike last night mm -hmm. and we got to the last boss and I just like had like maybe half a clip. I looked at the boss, started shooting, and before I knew it, it was dead. And Sam was like, is that just all from the Thunderlord, Cody? And I was like, yeah. Awesome. I mean, hey, I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, 
this yeah it's a lot of fun and like i've been like reading up on some like there's a perk called heavy lifting where when you get heavy kills kills with your heavy gun um it gives you super energy and so like people will do is they'll pull out thunderlord have that perk on and like in gambit you just kill all the little ads Mm -hmm. and you get the super so quickly and like people get like usually like five supers in one round and like that's like holy crap yeah so you're loving the Thunderlord? You're definitely gonna... Yes, like I didn't. I was like, "What's a machine gun?" Because like I haven't seen them in Destiny Two, uh, so I didn't really have any idea what it was gonna be like. But as soon as I started shooting it, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this gun!" Uh, and that's why I wanted to do it on PC so we can get it for just two. Um, but yeah, so I was doing it on. I did it on PS4, the final quest by myself, and that boss is so hard, Cody. I was just. I died quite a few times at first because uh, the ads just keep spawning. Like, no matter what, you can't clear yeah. them out first and then focus on him. And I was just like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I was about to call for reinforcements, but I finally did it. But, man, that was tough. You really have to work for it there. Um, which I guess is okay. I mean, the rest of the quest stuff is really easy, so that's fine. Do you know how long we have to complete this? Is it going to cut off? Um. So, like... If you want to 100% get Thunderlord, you have until November 27th, so the Tuesday after this podcast comes out. After that, it'll get rolled into Exotic Ingress. So, like, you would, like if you want the 100% surefire way to get this, do the quest for Ben. Um, November 27th. Also, okay. tied into that, okay. there's a bungee reward of a long sleeve shirt with, like, the Grim Reaper holding Thunderlord and a lightning bolt. That you can go buy for thirty dollars. I don't think I'm gonna buy the shirt because first off, I don't wear long sleeve shirts ever. I don't wear long sleeve um, shirts. Also, like it's a cool looking shirt. Like I like the design on the chest. They put the weapon perks on the arm, mm-hmm. and like I just don't know how to explain that to someone who asked. Like they can be like, "Oh, that's cool." Like pattern on the shirt. I also <laughs> think it glows in the dark because um, I was watching something. It's just like, well, what's on the arm? I'd be like, weapon perks. And it's like, <laughs> how do I explain that? Um, it's, whatever. it's a cool looking uh, shirt though, but I'm just like I'm real cool. tired of Bungie sucking my money away. So hey, it's it's whatever. It is um, I mean, good for them, but yeah, it's fine. Um the other thing is uh also on the twenty seventh they're gonna release a uh a, they call it a Vidoc, a video documentary, uh about Black Armory, uh detailing everything that's coming. Um kinda wish they would have done it this week because like it's coming on like the DLC is coming on December 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, November 27th is when we are leaving Season of the Outlaw and moving into Season of the Forge, uh, which will run till March. And I just, I don't know, like I just want to know some stuff by now because, like, I haven't fully bought the annual pass. I know I'm going to because Destiny is killing it right now. It's just I like I would like I'm going to. Know. to. Well, I haven't, I haven't decided yet. I don't. I still a, don't understand fully a, what is in this annual pass. So I need. I need. I need to understand it better. I'm not buying. Well, it, we'll have to talk off, off camera. Um, okay. But you're also splitting all your time between PC and PS4. So. I just said that this is like the first time in like a month I've played on PC. Can't help. Yeah. It. I can't help it. Okay, moving on. Let's talk. Oh no. Let's talk about um, XO18 that happened last week, which I mean, there's debate. Like, we think it's like 
2018, but like the X is a two, uh, I guess. But like, I, I like to think of it as like XO, like if you're signing a love letter, hugs and kisses, it's like XO 18. It's like Xbox loves you guys. I don't know. So yeah, I think that's yeah. probably what it was. But anyway, definitely. Let me tell you, it was so they had a um, a fan event, I guess is what you call it. Yeah, uh, it's a fan event. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was just in Mexico City. And these fans were so gung ho about Xbox. They were such a lively crowd. Like I remember watching stuff from E3 where these publishers would have these crowds that were just sitting there like, well, eh, whatever. But no, <laughs> these Xbox fans, they were like jumping around and screaming. They were having a good time. So uh, they had some cool announcements. Um, I was excited about some of their Game Pass announcements because they announced that Hellblade Sinua's Sacrifice is coming to Game Pass. And they just bought Ninja Theory, which it makes sense that this would come here. So if you have Xbox Game Pass and you've never tried Hellblade, we highly recommend it. It's one of yes. our favorite games of all time. And now you can try it for free. Um, if you're not into stuff that might be kind of scary, you could at least give it a little bit of a try and just see how much. <laughs> I told Meg she should try it just until she gets scared. Um, but yeah, so also, also PUBG is coming to Game Pass, which that's sounds like a strong yeah, which, move. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense because PUBG is about to release on PlayStation uh, next December. So it's kind of like, oh, move it to Game Pass so more people get it on Xbox first. Yeah. So that's yeah. smart. I don't think PUBG on PS4 is going to do very well, but that's just me. No. <laughs> I think so, it's run its course. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a new game coming called Void Bastards. Did you see this trailer? So it's kind of like a Tales from the Borderlands art style. Um, and it's a shooter, it seems like, and I don't really know what's happening in it, but it looks cool and it'll be debuting on Game Pass. Um, also Ori and the Blind Forest is coming and Ori Will of the Wisps, when it is released, will be a day one Game Pass, which... I thought that was pretty big news um, because I don't know. I don't know who develops that. If Are they owned by Microsoft? Do you know? Yes, I believe yes. so. Okay, well, then I guess that makes some sense then. But uh, but those are beautiful games that I've never played because I've heard... Well, the, the, the first one's the only one that's out yet, but uh, I've heard it's like really hard sometimes and people get mad. So... I didn't want to invest money in it, but since it's going to be on yeah. Game Pass, I'm going to try that out. I'm real excited. Were there any other Game Pass announcements that you were excited about? Uh, yeah, the uh, even though the trailer I didn't enjoy. Um, I think it's really cool that Thief of Thieves got right. uh, dropped on there. Yeah, um, That's the, based on the comic book by Robert mm -hmm. Kirkman, um, which I never realized Robert Kirkman wrote that. I was like, oh, shit, what? Um, so yeah, that's really cool. You know, just a cool little comic book video game that came out in the first like i think it's an episodic uh, game so, yeah. mm -hmm. um and the first episode right is out right now on mm -hmm. game pass so you can actually go try that so that's pretty cool um i think the void bastards game does look really interesting i'm um, mm -hmm. definitely going to give it a shot when it comes out um yeah that's, that's kind of it really yeah I, mean, Not, they I don't know the ori and the blind forest games i just don't i don't know i something about them just doesn't it's seem fine. fun to me uh, they they were announcing 16 games, which is pretty cool, uh, but those were the highlights. Obviously, the rest uh, 
didn't make much of an impact on us. Um, so one of the other announcements was a release date for Crackdown 3, which uh, I wrote down release date instead of writing down what the actual release date was. But I believe it's sometime in February, possibly February 26th. I could be making that up. Who cares? Okay, Cody, Cody just moved his mic so that he could yell that really loud. Um, okay, I mean, okay, so whatever. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm gonna. It's gonna be on Game Pass. I'm gonna try that shit out. Okay, and they no, don't be part of the problems, Sam. Don't be part of the problem. No, no. They showed this stuff. Now they've got a right multiplayer now. mode for Crackdown. Let it die. What? Let it die. Let it die. Just Let it die. No. Hey, games for everyone. If you don't like it, then go play something else. No, no biggie. I will. Right. You don't have to I shit just... on it. Somebody's... No, I do. No, you don't. No, nobody I has do. to shit on games. Except. It's a game shitter. Because stop, you know. No, no, we do not have a game <laughs> shitter on this podcast. Anyways, so you have a point. No one should shit on games, yeah. but I just of all the games we could be developing right now, why are we working on Crackdown Three? I just don't understand. Hey man, some people are gonna love it. I might play that game I and fucking say, love it. It might be my game of Terry the year. Cruz, you don't know. Terry Crews is my boy. I love Terry Crews, so good on you, Terry Crews. Yeah. So anyway. Some people are excited for it. I'm excited for it. Why not? It's going to be great. And I think a multiplayer in it would be really fun because, like, from what I see, you're, like, jumping around and kind of having superpower movement type abilities, which, you know, I like that. And so I think it'll be fun. I'm going to... I don't know. Um, in other XO18 news, Xbox has bought two more studios uh, in Exile which makes games like Wasteland and Bard's Tale 4 and Obsidian made games like Knights of the Old Republic 2 and Fallout New Vegas. So these are both like RPG games. So people are pretty excited that they're expanding their horizons and there could be a really cool new RPG game on the horizon. So. But I definitely think they need like um, the it's, good on xbox to be buying these companies um so they can get exclusives because like Mm -hmm. i think the big issue uh is that they've kind of been doing better about it but at the start of like the console generation like xbox did definitely was lacking in the console exclusives that like we're bringing people in like Mm -hmm. you look at playstation like we've had horizon and spider-man and uh, we have Death Stranding coming out soon. Last of Us Part Two, and Did like you these, say these big God of War, yeah, uh, these big like story-driven uh, exclusives to PS4. And then you look at Xbox, and it's like we had Sunset Overdrive, kind of it. So it's important that we like it's good for them to like yeah. really be working hard on these exclusives. So good job on Microsoft and Xbox. Like, yeah, I think they're gonna we're gonna see some cool stuff. Uh, especially when we talk about a certain news article later. Let's just go ahead and jump to that. We'll go from one publisher to the next. So um, PlayStation announced that they're not going to E3 next year. Cody, what are your thoughts? I was very shocked by this um, because, like, I think there's been, we've all kind of been worried a little bit that, like, Sony slash PlayStation is they're getting that like that ego mm-hmm. where they're like we're bigger and better than all this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I'm worried that like they're they're skipping on an E3 because they want to do their own event. Probably mm-hmm. like we're probably yeah. going to see a PSX next year. Mm-hmm. They probably want to they want to announce. Well, I think we all can agree that like PS5 is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like not next year, 2020 seems like the year. Uh, so I think they want their own event so they can announce PS5, and I think they're going to bring like some other stuff. But I do worry like are they getting too big for their britches and they're going to be like, oh, we got all this cool stuff, and then everything kind of flops. Um, and then there's part of me that's like, wow, this sucks because I'm all about the hype. Mm-hmm. And E3 is when the hype is at full maximum. So we got game announcement after game announcement, yeah. all this cool stuff's happening. And now E3 does not have PlayStation there. Granted, last year's E3 or this year's E3 for PlayStation was hot garbage because why are we having musical acts? Stop it. Stop it. I liked it. Okay. okay. I enjoyed it. It was fine. I didn't need the musical acts though. Um, they went on too long. If they'd been shorter, it would have been fine. And they didn't. Okay, yeah, they yeah. shouldn't have funneled people. Doesn't matter. We're, we don't want to talk about that. It's that's fine. funneling thing. Um, um, so like that's where I'm coming from. Is like I'm like okay, well, PlayStation get a little too big for the britches, but also like man, it sucks. We're gonna be losing PlayStation at E3. I wonder if this force uh, makes other companies kind of be like, oh, maybe we should also, you know, because like Nintendo doesn't need to be at E3 because they already do the directs mm-hmm. constantly. Um, so it does make me wonder, like, what does this mean for E3? Okay, and here was my confusion, because Xbox technically is not part of E3 anymore, because they do their own thing they in the are, Microsoft thing, but they're, they just do it at the same time as E3, so it's all... But it, it's still part of E3, because it's still streamed through E3. Oh, like, it's it? just they okay. want their own venue to show oh, stuff okay. off. Uh, and I think this year, what they did was, they did that separate microsoft theater thing but they gave their like stage stuff that they would usually have mm-hmm. rented out to mixer because that's who they like mm-hmm. work with um but they're still part of e3 oh, they're okay. just in their own okay. separate thing so okay. it's confusing but yeah mm-hmm. um i've read about i was watching games daily and they talked about how it's still part um, i think e3 will be okay as long as microsoft doesn't leave as well and i don't think yeah. they're going to because i mean they immediately were tweeting like, yeah, hey, we'll be at E3. So I think they're going to like use this as an opportunity yeah. to be like, just take advantage of it, you know, in the absence. Yeah, of- like it's smart of them to do that. Yeah. I, I do hope they yeah. come like 100 percent like yeah. to next year, like just have all these big announcements, which they can do because they have all these studios now. So yeah. like I think Xbox is, gonna, is in a great spot. I, so. um, I do just wonder what what is Sony's plan? Like because like. I didn't mind PSX last year. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people were kind of bothered by it because it was a lot less of, hey, here's this new title. And it was more of, hey, let's sit down and talk with developers. And I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the talking with developers. But I see like people expected like an all out like hype. Like here's Last of Us 2 gameplay. Like here's a release date for Last of Us 2, like stuff like that. And instead it was, let's just do some interviews. Not that much new stuff. Oh, hey. Here's a remake of Medieval. So I do wonder like Wait, there's a remake of Medieval? Playing? Yeah, they're making a remake of Medieval. I've heard it was a really good game. I think that could be pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean When's it coming? But out? it's like kind of like next year? Getting it next year, I think. Cool. I'm gonna keep an eye on that. I just learned something new. <laughs> um I just I do wonder like 
we were having a discussion on Discord, like, what does this mean for E3? And, like, if does Microsoft go to the next one? And then after that, they'd start doing their own events. And you kind of feel bad for the people at E3 because, like, you know, this is a giant expo yeah. and, like, they just started letting fans in. Yeah. Um, you know, to move away from, like, that this is, like, an ex- exclusive, like, only developers club. But, yeah. And, like, I like these big events. Like, like I like E3. I like BlizzCon. I enjoy Game Awards and then, like, PSX and stuff because, like, it's always fun to be in that moment with other gamers who are like, yes, like, we love video games. This is, like our thing like e3 is the time of the gamer because we're getting all these new announcements for stuff we love and if e3 goes away what, like that's it like kind of like we don't get a lot of other stuff like blizzcon is really just for blizzard fans psx is only for people who like who like playstation really e3 has always been this like combination of yeah. like if you love video games there is something for you here from nintendo xbox playstation pc devolver it's everything and so if that's gone, it just kind of sucks. Like, I, I hope just, that's not the case. I, I, I'm not at all worried. I think it's going to be fine. I think, you know, Sony's going to go off and do their own thing. Sony never has liked to play with other people, as is evidenced by the lack of crossplay, although they're trying to do crossplay now. But I think everybody else is still going to want to do it. Maybe more, maybe smaller developers are going to get into E3 now. And, like, just because there's going to be, they're going to want to fill some space. And I think, like, yeah. Xbox or Microsoft tends to, if Sony does something that people think is like not great, like they go hardcore the other direction to like make up for it. So like Sony's leaving, so they're going to like lean real hard into E3 and make it awesome. So uh, I'm not worried about it. I think it's going to be fine. I think the other developers and Xbox and stuff are just going to keep it going. No worries. I will say, THQ Nordic, (laughs) if you ever wanted to have a fucking press conference... E3 is place. Please tell me what you're doing with these 35 titles. Tell us Please. what you're doing, man. Company. Uh, I think this week they announced they, they got like two more studios. Yes. They bought. And it's just like, what's happening? Like, who are you? Who's funding you at this point? How, I want to know. Who works at this company? Like, how many employees do they have? And what is happening? The public yeah. wants to know. Because there's like, yeah. this is like the greatest mystery of our time is like, what's happening at THQ Nordic right now? So. I don't know. Um, side note, Darksiders 3 is coming out really soon. And, like, I have no reason to want to, but, like, I really kind of want to get that game. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. It looks fun. Just to support THQ Nordic. Like, no, hey, just because game. I should. Oh, I should does, just yeah. to be supportive. But it looks really cool. I've never played a Darksiders game. I own, I think, Darksiders 2. Uh, and yeah, I believe somewhere out. I have access to Darksiders 1. But I'm like, I should just skip those and buy 3. <laughs> just... <laughs> I make bad decisions sometimes. I don't know. It's fine. Um, Okay. Moving on. So this week, there was a movie trailer for something that I never thought I would have any interest in at all. And then I watched this Detective Pikachu trailer. And... I was like, oh my god, this is great. I want to watch this movie. Um, it, it blew me away. So Ryan Reynolds is playing Detective Pikachu, and I thought he did a great job. I, I enjoyed him as Pikachu. What did you think, Cody? Uh-oh. No, I loved it. Um, <laughs> I was shocked. Like I was like, oh yeah. man, they're going to fuck this up. Like This is going to be... 
Super Mario Brothers movie levels of bad. Because it's, it's live action with CGI yeah. Pokemon in it. And it looks uh, fantastic. They've done a oh, great yeah, job great. of mixing them. Those Pokemon look amazing. Oh, my God. When they showed like a pack of Bulbasaur's walking, I almost cried. Because oh, Bulbasaur is my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. Like the tears are about to form. It's amazing. Like, it looks so good. Um, yeah, no, I was like really shocked how much I am looking forward to this. Uh, yeah. Because, like, Pokemon look good. The humor is amazing. Ryan Reynolds kills it all the time. Yes. Uh, there seems to be a compelling story with, like, yeah. uh, this detective whose dad got went missing. Um, and I like this, like, kind of narrative they're making where it's like, oh, this is a world where, like, we live with Pokemon and, like, they're Pokemon who are detectives because, you know, that makes sense. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm really interested to see how this goes. Uh Hope it does well, you know, because like we need yeah. we need to win for video game movies. You know, we've been having a we've been having a, some decent ones. We got Tomb Raider and stuff like That's that, good. but we need a solid one okay. to like really help out the video game movies. Uh, I feel like it's Pokemon and it's going to do great. And like there's oh, yeah. it's just kids are going to love it. Blow it like, out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my kind of favorite thing is like how people are like, man, it really sucks to live in a world where I can't hug. A realistic jigglypuff because like i don't know just all the stupid memes that are coming out of this trailer has been amazing yeah uh when does the movie come out do you know it's sometime just next year next year in my head wants to say march i didn't write down a date we've been real like bad about wrong. our dates this time we have been oh well you know we're getting it's getting close to the holidays you know we're just we're focused on other things like turkey mashed potatoes or tofurkey if you're a vegetarian. Sam, are you a vegetarian? No. Oh, okay. I was like, fuck, is this a realization that you I've never <laughs> no. known? Like you're a vegetarian? I don't know. No. I just like okay. uh fun food names. Uh, I think tofurkey is tofu. Yeah. Turkey replacement. Sure. So. You just listen to a podcast with a dude who's vegetarian. He had tofurkey. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of Thanksgiving. Well, we'll come back to Thanksgiving. Speaking of what comes after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Black Friday sales are coming up. Let's just do a quick recap of what we might be on the lookout for for Black Friday. Cody, what are you looking for? Uh, so I do think I'm going to end up picking up Assassin's Creed Odyssey because mm -hmm. I hate myself and I always buy Assassin's Creed and never play them. Or if I play them for five minutes and they go away. Um, I'm still hoping somewhere I'll find a Spider-Man deal. Mm -hmm. Even though none of the ads have shown up yet with them. Um, I think we saw GameStop hasn't released their full one. They had like the early one. Okay. And I think I'm in the market for a new headset because uh, right. this one is a little small for my, my giant noggin. Um, <laughs> uh, but other than that, I think that's really it. Uh, once again, like Nintendo doesn't have the best deals on their mm -hmm. games. So it's like, I know there's nothing there I want to get. Um, and then I'm I'm kind of good on everything else. Like, there's not any other real games I want to get this year that it's out already. Like, I've gotten everything. So, mm -hmm. what about you? Uh, I, I'm not actually looking for any games. Uh, I'm pretty well set on that because, you know, I just have to buy stuff when it comes out. I can't wait, apparently. Uh, but what I am looking for, I think I'm going to try to get an Xbox controller because the one that I got with my Xbox has always had a problem, like, when I first got it, it worked fine, but then, like, after a day or two, it wouldn't sync wirelessly anymore. So, 
yeah, for all of time. Now I've been doing it wired, which sucks. Um, And like sometimes it'll be like, oh, it's disconnected. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not disconnected. It's connected. And so I'm getting real sick of it. Uh, So I would like to attempt to get another controller and hopefully it'll work better. Um, I have this fear that I'm going to get it. And like, it's really a problem with my Xbox and not the controllers. And I'm going to be so (laughs) pissed. Um, But, you know, I think I think they're on sale for like $40. So I'm going to try to get one of those. And then. Uh, there's a PS Plus membership, a year membership for forty dollars oh, yeah. instead of sixty, and mine's not up till September of next year. But I'm like, that's a really good deal. I feel like I should go ahead and get it, and then yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be looking also for Game Pass and Xbox Gold. My Game Pass is up in uh, January, and it's like ten dollars a month. So I want to get something with a better deal on that. So yeah, so those are those are what I'm gonna be looking out for. I should also say I'm going to look at some PSVRs because oh, yeah. I really want to play Beat Saber. Without, it's like that game is yeah. really fun. So yeah. if I can find a decent deal on one of those, I'll, I may grab one. Cool. So, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So that's enough about Black Friday. I think we want to end on a positive note. So we were both going to say some of the things that we are thankful for in video games in celebration of Thanksgiving. Um, do you want to, do you want to like alternate? Cause I think we both have three yeah, things we that we kind of thought of and they're probably knowing us, they're probably going to duplicate even though we hope they wouldn't, but that's <laughs> fine. Let's, let's go for it. All right. Um, Cody, start us off. What are you thankful for? In video games, I am thankful for tutorials <laughs> that are just the right amount of length. Not too long, not too short. Just the right amount. Nice. And also possibly skippable. And also possibly skippable, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. I didn't have that on my list, so, but I am also oh, thankful shocked, for that. Uh, what I'm thankful for, you should see this one coming. I am thankful for internet walkthroughs and guides that tell you how to do stuff in games because uh-huh. I would not survive the majority of games without having the ability to just easily look up stuff like that. I would be stumped and I would get mad and I would stop and never play anymore. So it's, it's been a, a, a game changer and a lifesaver for me. So, yeah. All right, Cody. Okay. I am thankful in video games for video games that are there to de-stress you after you have a stressful video game. Nice. So, you know, your Tetris effects, Yeah. your, uh, Beat sabers, you know, stuff like that. That's just kind of, you know, yeah, your escapes, you know, because like you go, you have a nice, like, a very stressful game of Fortnite or Overwatch. You're like, I don't want to play this anymore. Mm-hmm. Go play some Tetris Effect, stuff like that. You know? There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, my next one is uh, generous checkpointing in games uh, because there's nothing more frustrating than like doing a whole lot of work and then dying. And having to go back and lose like 10, 20, 30 minutes yeah. progress, maybe more. Uh, that's frustrating. So I love when, when there's some nice checkpointing in a game. So, All right, Cody. Last but not least, I am thankful for multiplayer games. Because without multiplayer games, I would not have half the friendships that I have now. Um, I would not be doing this podcast with you, Sam. Nope. Uh, I would not have bonded with my brother growing up. Um, 
So yeah, multiplayer games have done a lot for me. Uh, they've built this community that we have right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be always thankful for multiplayer games. So, yeah. Well, mine was online gaming with other people, which is oh, hey, similar to multiplayer enough. games. Because, like you said, uh, we would not be here today if it weren't for online gaming. That's how we met. That's how we got to be friends. That's how we got to be friends with pretty much everybody in our in our Discord and everybody that we play with. Um, so yeah, it's it's made a huge difference because, you know, like I don't personally have a ton of friends in my geographic vicinity that that play a lot of video games um, or have systems with me. So like being able to play online has just opened my world up to a whole new section of friends. That, uh, that I wouldn't have in my life otherwise. So, yeah, that's what I'm thankful for. So, we would love to hear what you're thankful for. So, uh, when, we, when we post the tweet for this, for this uh, podcast, I can't talk, uh, <laughs> reply back with, uh, with what you're thankful for in video games. If there's, there's probably something really important that we missed, but that's fine. We're thankful and we for should so much. That... Outside of video games. Yes. We are thankful if you are listening to this. Because without you guys, we would not be doing this. Um, so thank you guys for making Geek Car Games what it is. And we hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Yes. And a safe Black Friday. Don't go yes. die out there. Yes. People are crazy. It's true. It's true. Very well said, Cody. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email contact at geekartgames.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at geekartgames. Our videos are on geekartgames.com slash YouTube, and you can catch live streams at twitch.tv slash geekartgames. Join our Discord. We have lovely chats at geekartgames.com slash Discord, and you can buy a shirt at geekartgames.com slash shirts. I'm on Twitter at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Cody? I am at Cody. All right. Uh, That's going to do it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Cody? Take it away. We're just two geeks who are thankful for games. A do 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 a do do a do 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 do